Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas. It's time for Texas Homegrown Music. And my guest today is Claire Hinkle. I saw her play at 81 Club right there at Billy Bob's last Friday night. And she opened for Danielle Nicole, an artist that I've been really looking forward to seeing. And she did slay me. She was wonderful. But I'll tell you what, this little girl was there with her guitar. And if you guys notice the name Hinkle, it's probably because if you live in Fort Worth area or in Texas... He's a household name in the blues genre. His name is James Hinkle, and that is her dad. But this girl is anything but blues. She has got it all going on. She had a high-energy performance with just her and her guitar. So I met her. I stalked her. I said, you gotta have, you got to come on my show. So she's going to be on it right now. Young little 21-year-old Claire Hinkle that you guys are going to love. She's just so precious. So before we do the interview, I'm going to do a song for you off one of my older records. It's called Something Better, and we'll be right back with Claire Hinkle right here on Texas Homegrown Music. Rush to work on every morning Bust up subway Clocks are worn You feel you're getting nowhere You're getting nowhere Black or white It doesn't matter We all fight To climb the ladder You can't even get ahead You're just trying to make it
everybody, here we are with Texas Homegrown Music. Yours truly, Maylee Thomas, and I've got a guest, surprisingly enough, that I literally just met last Friday night at a gig at uh, 81 Club over there in Fort Worth. It's a, it's a new little venue. I don't know that it's ac actually that new, but it's a venue that Billy Bob's has set up, and I thought it was pretty cool. So I saw this girl open up for Daniel Nicole and she blew me away, and I was a stalker, and I got to know who she was. Um, I knew I know her dad. Her dad is James Hinkle, who is a household name in the blues department in Fort Worth. But this little girl, she's she's got the blues, but she's got a whole lot more thunder than just the blues. So welcome to the show, Claire Hinkle. You hi. How are you, hun? Oh, you got, got your little kitty cat yeah. there. Hold on to him, or he'll be uh, running into the. The camera. <laughs> yeah, well, I uh, I actually made my um, little girl stay out because she she would bother us the whole time. So here's the deal: you really um, you blew me away, Claire, because you you know you get to know an artist when you strip them down to just their guitar and their voice, and you captured that room. I don't know if you really felt it. But you got everybody's attention, and it was really, really cool to watch. And I could tell you—I I mean, obviously, I'm looking at you, knowing that you're not—you're not, not very—you don't have that many years behind you to be able to sing about all that. So I want to hear all about how you got started, my my little soul sister, because you got some—you got some pipes, and you got some game. Thank you. I try. I try. Yeah, it was, it was a good uh, gig. I'd never been asked to come and play a show of just originals before you know normally I'm used to the whole bar scene where I play a lot of Dolly Parton and other like weirder artists thrown in the middle of it and that's a blast too but yeah that that was a totally uh, new experience well was that all your music yeah I uh, yeah, except for nine to five at the end. Yeah, yeah. all of. Well, uh, let me just tell you. Well, first of all, I, as list, I was listening to your music um, to get ready for this interview, and it sounds like you've had some heartache. Sounds <laughs> like you've been through some stuff, <laughs> and um, and you've got a really twisted little way of looking at things on on certain <laughs> songs <laughs> i i was yeah. i was tracking with you i really was <laughs> i was trying with you um so i'm gonna start out by asking how old are you i'm 21 okay so i have a daughter that's 21 and i kind of got gathered that you guys were about the same age and it's just i i don't even know what it would be like to be brought up in the world like you were in the last 20 years 21 obviously and um, the changes that have taken place, because I've been around a really long time, and I can tell you that um, what you guys have seen and what you've experienced is way beyond anything that I had at that age. And you guys are, you're killing it. I mean, you're killing it. I'm, I'm actually one of those um, people that believe that you're going to be the savior of our of our society because you're so this group of kids is so and I should shouldn't say kids because I know you're technically an adult um but you guys <laughs> you guys have totally but I'll, I'll just preface it by saying I'm actually I don't consider myself an adult because adult adulting has been way overrated um 
But I can tell you this, that you guys have this grasp of inclusivity and understanding that this world is way bigger than Texas, and it's way bigger than the neighborhood that you live in, and it's way bigger than the country that we live in. And I kind of got the vibe that you really do understand all that. So give me a little idea of who Claire is and what it is that she's trying to say um, through her music. Because you've just started out, you've got a, a full album that's out that you released about four or five years ago, from what I can gather. You have an EP that you released last year of, of a couple songs. And the fact that you played all those songs the other night and they're all original, I know you have a lot more material and a lot more to say. So why don't you just take it away? I'm going to sit back and I'm going to let Claire Hinkle give our listeners an idea of who she is and what she's here and what she's here about, what it is that you want to want to profess through your music. That's such a good question uh, that I hate being asked. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't know, really. I guess it changes every song. Yeah. Every song is kind of a, you know, it is about something different. But with that first album, Let It Out, that I released, I was 16. And all those songs I wrote when I was 15 and was working off of even less uh, life experience. So I just made stuff up. And... It ended up being um, a lot of really dark stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've like, I've lived a great life full of privilege. And uh, I mean, I've had my fair share of heartbreak and scary situations and whatnot. But I mean, these songs were about like drugs and prostitution and murdering your spouse. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was just like a way, at that point, it was just a way for me to tell a story. Um, and then more more recently, then it became more about self-expression, you know, as I got older. Yeah, because you're just so much older now. Yeah. <laughs> but, older you know... Uh, no. It's an observation. I mean, obviously, the songs that you wrote and and what most people do write about it's either ex it's either experience or observation, or it is it, it's you know something that you you garner from your mind and from experiences that you've seen um, you you go through or that you wish you'd done it that way or. So it's all about emotions. And the reality is none of us are really writing anything that's never been written before. It's almost like we're all we're all traveling through time, right? And we're just channeling all of this information in, in a certain way and getting it out there in, in the way that we feel it, it, it fits us. But you, my dear, um, you, you obviously were brought up in a household filled with music. You want to tell me a little bit about that and what that was like for you? Yeah, um, my dad is James Hinkle, and he's been playing blues music for a really, really long time. <laughs> uh, and I grew up with that in the house, but I never, growing up, I was never like, I'm going to be a musician like my dad. <laughs> I thought maybe I'd be a lawyer like my mom. Okay. And then as I got older and I started, you know, playing more music just for fun, my dad would start telling me, uh, 
just don't become a musician, whatever you do. And at that point, I was like, oh, I'm going to become a musician. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have any siblings? Um, no, nothing. It's a complex question. (laughs) Um, I have a half brother on my dad's side. Um, he's in Ohio and then I have, but you weren't uh, raised with any other kids around. No, no, I was raised an only child, which is probably, you know, where all the imagination comes from. (laughs) Absolutely. I I can totally relate to that. I I did as well. I mean, I, I, same kind of situation. I had a brother, but we were separated and I ended up being an only child in the household. And yeah, you, um, you know, you make your own family in a way in that regard through uh, a lot of expression and interface with yourself, right? Um, but I I, I kind of got the impression just from listening to some of the lyrics and hearing some of the of what you say that you have been exposed to a lot. And um, now it, knowing that your mom's a lo- an attorney, your dad is a, a musician, you've got quite the creativity gene Pool that you're you've you've been given right la- right brain left brain I'm sure. Um, what's a typical day like for Claire? What did you? Uh, I know you have a day gig. What you, what? How did your day start out out today? I don't have a day gig anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, I I quit yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I like to keep it exciting. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So when I have a job, normally I will get up and go to work and come back. And if I have a gig, which, oh, that's always a blessing when I can get a gig, (laughs) I'll go play that. And that'll normally be the highlight of my day. But, you know, right now, since I don't have one of those day gigs, I'm just drinking a lot of water. (laughs) have a lot of candles. I uh, made some chicken earlier. I'm <laughs> just kind of hanging out. So, but, and you have a boyfriend because I, I met him the other night. So I happen to know you have a boyfriend that's also a musician. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Well, why don't we just give some people a piece of this music so they know what I'm talking about when I say I saw you, heard you, and I had to have you on the show. This is a song called That's Okay. And uh, it's off of the first release that she had. And, you know, I know we're uh, most artists, we're evolving and we're constantly saying we like what we're doing at the moment. But we have to remember that everything was at the moment when we released it. So I, I dig the song. I think it's really cool. I love the message. And I, I've, I really feel like it expresses um, your voice in, in some different ways. And we're going to do a, a few of them that way. But I, I heard this song and it just really spoke to me. So we're going to play it right now. It's called That's Okay. And if you just tuned in, you're listening to Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas. And my guest is Claire Hinkle. She's a lovely young girl that um, that just slayed me at a gig the other night that she played at 81 Club at Billy Bob's over in Fort Worth. So... I'm going to play this song for you, and when we come back, I'm going to get get to know her a little bit more, and we'll find out. Maybe you guys have a job out there for her, if you know something, <laughs> since she just quit her job. I'm sure her mom and dad would probably love that if we could find her another one. We'll be right back with Claire Hinkle. Here you go. That's okay. Whoa. 
Well, we're back with uh, Claire Hinkle, and now that you've heard her voice, you know what I'm talking about when I tell you that stripped down with her and just the guitar, you can tell she's a powerhouse. And um, you, you didn't seem to be nervous at all, were you, the other night? Oh my gosh, yeah, I was nervous. Were you? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, Danielle Nicole just sounded amazing. Uh, well, yeah, she's definitely a seasoned player, but she's been, and she's not an overnight sensation either. She's been playing for a while and doing, you know, doing really well, but um, different, completely kind of different genre, I think. Yeah. Well, it was just, um, you know, she was so good, and I was playing my first set of all originals, having been asked to come and only play originals, which is, that was like a huge deal for me. Um, oh, oh, I was nervous. I was definitely nervous. I was standing behind that curtain the whole time, like, oh, I might pee myself. I don't know. I can't feel my legs. <laughs> there will be no way of knowing. <laughs> well, and your dad was in the audience as well. Yeah. And your boyfriend was there. And proud, so proud daddy, proud boyfriend, um, all standing back there watching you slay the audience. And I'm, I mean, honestly, Claire, it, it was really nice because it's hard when you play in a room and you're, you're an acoustic act and they're used to hearing a big band, obviously, but you had everybody's attention. And I, I was really happy that there wasn't that much loud talking over your singing because it really, it's really hard on me when I, I was, <laughs> huh? I was happy too about yeah. that. Yeah, it was it was nice and I'm that that just tells you just how much people were really noticing you and were really getting into to the vibe of your 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 music. So, tell me, when did you you know, when did you know this was actually something you wanted to do and did you start playing guitar early on cuz you you were, you were doing really well up there? Oh, thank you. Um I started playing bass. That was the first instrument that I really picked up. I did upright bass in orchestra. Like, oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, it was like Tiny Claire in this huge instrument that I was lugging around. Um, and then I got into guitar, mostly for songwriting purposes. Uh, my dad and I have this uh, unspoken agreement where he won't really teach me and I won't really take lessons from him, which is... Oh, that's the, uh, most people's like go to. Like, your dad is such a great guitar player. Why don't you take lessons from him? I'm like, eh, it's just not. Good it's it's just yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's hard when you do it with family. I mean, I believe me. I know. I've got, we've got four kids, and only you know, only one of them actually lets his dad show him anything. But, um, but it's it's a tough it's a tough thing. And plus, you know, it's kind of it's kind of tough growing up in a family where you feel like you're kind of in a shadow sometimes. But, um. I don't know if you've ever felt that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to. He's such a great musician, you know, and I am, it's like a, I am simultaneously very grateful because that's how I, like, it made it a lot easier to an extent for me to play venues because I already, like, I grew up around that inner circle of musicians and they've known me my whole life. Uh, and then at the same time, it's like, <laughs> I definitely, they push for me to be in the blues genre, not my parents, but a lot of the people, uh, listening 
which isn't their fault, but it has been frustrated, frustrating in the past. Well, you know, you do have a fantastic voice and you can pull it off, but you know, you need to be authentic to yourself. Yeah. And here's the cool thing. I think as an artist, and I I hate that if we feel like we have to be put into a, a category, because I feel like as an artist, um, we should be able to express ourselves in, in so many different ways. Um, it's, it's the worst question for me when people walk up to me and say, well, so what kind of music do you play? <laughs> Good? <Yeah. laughs> you know, or bad? I don't know. What do you want me to say? <laughs> you know? You know, Um, but it's it's a tough it's a tough deal because you don't really want to I don't really want to I didn't want to put myself in a box early on either. Um, I like all kinds of music and I like to sing all kinds of music and I like to express myself in all kinds of different ways. And listening to your stuff, I mean, my gosh, you can croon out some beautiful tunes. You've got such a, a smooth, beautiful vocal and you can yell and scream and you can get angry and you can. I love you that. Is that your favorite part? Yeah. Well, you and you definitely do that really, really well. And I noticed that a little bit more on some of the new stuff that you did, and um, what. That's why I was saying there. I was wondering, is there? Are you angry in there about something? Is there? Is there something you're trying to say to these people? Because yeah. It, definitely comes through and you're such a pretty beautiful girl up there when you make those faces i'm like she's really getting into that I'm just, she's, <laughs> yeah. stank she's, face. She's, that comes from the blues musicians stank face is definitely from the blues guys i listen i'm i was born with the stank face so you know i i don't worry about that i think it's great i love I it love- when people do when people just let it all out and give me their whole aura i want to feel it i want to see it i want to smell it I want it you know what I mean and and when I see that in other artists I'm just drawn to it because I realize that you're giving me everything that you've got in that moment um and and I'm sure that uh that you know that that's how you have that's how you are yeah I, I feel it you know when I'm on stage and it's uh I don't know I just really love performing and I love writing and being able to perform what I've written and like put give this song uh, my personality any like but well, not- you said you do some covers so when you t- when you cover other artists do you make them do you kind of make it your own or you do you oh yeah I try I try I've never been the musician that wants to do the song exactly like the record and that pisses some people off, <laughs> you know, but it's how I have the most fun doing it. I can totally agree with you and I totally get it. I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried that my bass player is going to hear this, this, um, but he, he gets so upset with me when I cover a song and he, you know, I'm not doing it at all. I mean, I certainly there's, I'm not making it where you, it's, it, you know, you don't right. recognize it's unrecognizable, but I mean, I, I want to make it mine and I want to be able to feel it and express it. And I, and I feel like that's what they did. And, and don't get me wrong. They wrote that song and people hear it and they know it and they, they, you know, they, they love it for that way. But if they want me to do covers, they're going to have to hear May Lee do it. Right. <laughs> I agree. Right. Otherwise, just get a DJ and let them play it or bring in the band or go get a, um, 
you know, go get a tribute band to play the, the songs exactly the way you want to hear them. Um, I would love to hear you do some Dolly Parton. I bet you could... I bet you can bring it to to life, and of course Dolly does her stuff in in her own way as well. But um, I I love that. So so you said so you've been playing a lot of gigs where you do the two and three hour night long thing, and oh yeah, that's the that's the main one. Oh girlfriend, I know I I did that for years. I did it so long, and I'm so grateful that I'm not doing that anymore. No. <laughs> No offense, but um, you got the you got the youth behind you, and I I'm on I'm on my other end of I'll play an hour and a half, two hours, and give you everything I got. But yeah, then it's time to go home. <laughs> those ten those ten to two gigs, and that's what I was doing for years and years and years. Those are those are long gone in my history, and in fact, it's funny because now um you know only because I'm probably the oldest one on the. Uh, on the list, they're always like, "Oh no, want you to? We want you to headline." And I'm like, "No, no, no, no! Mama's gonna be in bed by the time that last person goes on." So <laughs> you have to move the event up. Yeah, you move it up, or you you move me up. <laughs> but so you've got that going for you. You've got a lot of uh, you got a lot of life ahead of you, sweetheart. And I get it. I know what those gigs are like. But I do love the fact that you're already getting to express um, all of the original music. Keep it up. And I mean, I'm just going to encourage you to do more of it in your sets and and weed in a few uh, covers here and there to, to get to keep people's attention on. Oh, well, here's one that, you know. But um, your stuff is very easy to listen to. I really, really dig it. Um, when you play with the band, who, how, how many place, players do you have? Or are you putting one together now? Tell me what you got going on. I have put a band together, and our like debut show is going to be at Lola's on September second, I believe. Yay! <laughs> That's a Friday night. I happen to know that because I've got a gig on that same night. So you're going to be at Lola's. Over and on the new st- outdoor stage. I'm not sure if it's outdoor or indoor. Uh, either way, it's gonna be a blast. I have some really great musicians in that band. I'm just excited to play with, and they're all my friends. It makes it even better, you know. And what? They're all my friends, so um, it makes it a lot better. <laughs> that that is kind of nice when you have a band full of friends, and I've done both. i'm kidding all my all my players have always been i've always loved on them and made them feel very special because let me just tell you they're there and and they can they can pull you down if they want i told them i said if i walk off the stage y'all can keep the show going but if y'all walk off the stage show's over No, that is not true, because I saw you last Friday night, and as long as you've got a guitar in your hand, girlfriend, you don't need to worry about it. Unlike me, I truly did need my band, always, so I knew how to treat them right and make them feel special, because I knew that they, they had my back, and you know they were the, they were the platform that I was singing on. So, well, I'm going to play the song, Take the Money. This is probably the most played tune that you have right now and uh, I noticed that on all the platforms it's the one that's streamed the most um, you want to give me a little background about it uh sure take your money is what you're saying it's called the song is called take the money but the 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 line that I that I hear you saying and it's so cute the way you say it so take your money <laughs> tell me about it I'm glad that it sounds cute <laughs> um it's I wrote it when I was 15 
from my warped perspective of what I thought maybe a prostitute would feel in that moment. Uh, and it's kind of, it's a more, not like a generalized version of, you know, that lifestyle, but more of like probably individual, um, just struggling, feeling simultaneously empowered and empty inside. Right. Right. Well, you know, um, I'm not going to get on my soapbox about it, but I'm going to tell you this. I had passed no judgment, and I know that there's people out there that struggle in life, and they find whatever way they can to try to make it. And we're all doing the same thing. We're all on this earth trying to find our way and figure out our journey. And so I'm always pleased to find people that want to understand more why or or help them understand that we're not here to judge. We're just here to try to to work it out together. And Absolutely. so um, I'll, I'll, I'll say that about it. We'll segue into the song, Take Take the Money, with sweet little Claire Hinkle. And when we come back, we'll talk about the shows that she's got coming up, ways for you to find her, and uh, and be sure to look for her. Because if she's playing anywhere and you guys want to be entertained, I promise if you show up, you're going to get entertained. So we're going to play right now, Take the Money by Claire Hinkle, and we'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music.
Claire Hinkle, who, by the way, needs a job. She just quit her job yesterday, and I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you're not going to have any problem at all finding a job right now. I mean, I don't know if you understand how badly places need people, and I know that for you to be able to play gigs at night, um, you need to be working during the day. So find something you enjoy, honey, that you can that doesn't just suck the life out of you because there's plenty out there there is there's plenty out there and i encourage people all the time and you've got such a great personality find a job where you can meet people and you know get to share you know your life experience with i just i'm a real believer in that especially talent can tell that you have that real open um personality and very easy easy to talk to so yeah, well i said that because my goal uh, in the day job department is to be uh, a marriage and family therapist. So. There you go. Well, you're easy to talk to, so yeah. <laughs> come on. Do it. Do it. Go for it. You go for it. <laughs> go in for it. You go for it, girl. Um, so here's the thing. You, you've you got this life ahead of you that is going to be filled with music because you've got a dad, of course, that, that's been playing music for, you know, in front of you. Have you ever thought about doing a song with him? Oh, yeah, of course. 
Um, I think you just need to do it. I think you need to write it and you need to do it because it's one of those things as a, I, I can tell you from my personal perspective of being a, a, you know, a singer, I would love it. My daughter's your age. She's just getting started. I would love it if she said, Hey mom, let's do a song together. It would make me feel like, you know, she, she kind of understands that I, it, there's no competition. There's no, um, you've got your thing and I've got mine. I know your dad feels the same way because you, what you don't realize is I did have a little chat with him the other night afterwards and he's so very proud of you. And I know that he recognizes the gift because he said it. And I think it would be really cool if you did a song with him. It's something that you can look back on. And, um, you know, life is very precious and every day is a gift. And I think it's important for us to do things that are going to be monumental that that's going to be it. That would be a monumental thing. So I am going to encourage you to write a song that you and your dad could sing together. I like it. I mean, I have nothing against it. I guess I've just uh, never thought to stop and do it. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, you just quit your job. You got the time. Nothing but time. Yeah. But nothing but time. <laughs> you got more than that. You've got a really sweet sweet um personality you've got a cute boyfriend and somebody that's also in the music and um encouraging and was there with his you know if he had pom-poms i know he would have been you know throwing them up there i kind of doubt it but (laughs) i don't see him as a pom-pom guy but um i really and i really enjoyed seeing everybody there as you know you had some other people there as well that i that i knew know knew you and were encouraging so you had your own fan club it must feel good to know that you've got this really nice basis of people that believe in you and you got this girl that saw you one time and just had to have you on her show because i think you're just a precious precious soul and you've got something to say in a very beautiful music way so um keep in touch with me would you and i'm gonna i'm gonna turn you um turn your name into some places because i'd like you to, to see you play around so you've got this gig coming up on september 2nd at lola's what do you have anything else that we could we could talk I about here do. um so this weekend i think this coming friday which is the 12th yeah this coming friday i'm at anderson distillery and grill and that is from 7 to 10. It's just me. And then I play at a place called Oscar's Pub on Camp Bowie. I'll be there this Sunday from 2 to 5. And I'm there every uh, other Sunday, 2 to 5. Okay, well, this show plays on Sunday night. So they're already going to miss the Andersons. But you guys... Go check her out on Sundays. That's a really easy thing to remember. And that's a cool place. Yeah, it's a great place. I love it there. So um, you you hear that. And it's Claire Hinkle, spelled C-L-A-I-R-E, Hinkle, H-I-N-K-L-E. She's a cute little redhead, and you guys are going to really love her voice. She's going to play, uh, I'm going to play a song called Take the Money that she wrote a long time ago. And it, this tells you what an old soul she is, that she can actually, li- you know, look into somebody's life like that and write about it in such a poignant way. Kiddo, I loved having you on the show, and I hope to see you soon, in live and in person again. Oh, yeah. Um, be sure to tell your dad, Hey, for me, and I'm going to have him on the show as well sometime. And I, I just got to say, I really believe that you got something going there, kiddo. I really do. You have a gift and don't get discouraged. 
And those 10 to 2 gigs, they're actually really good for you because they get your chops up. And if you can still play in a room of people that sometimes aren't paying attention and you can still let it out there, you go, girl, because you're doing it for all the right reasons. First and foremost, you need to do it because it feels good to you. Yes, 100%. Right. And, I love uh, and not worry about messing up, you know, <laughs> like if I mess up. We all mess up. Everybody messes up. I've seen some doozies in my day, honey, from <laughs> from some major, major people. <laughs> so we're 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 not. None of us are out of that uh, out of that ability to mess up. I do it all the time. I, songs I've written, and I my mind just goes blank, and I just have to on the spot make up a new line. That's fun. That's it's fun. fun. It's a lot of fun. And you're a lot of fun. And you're such a sweetheart. Thanks for being on the show. So we're going to play ta- uh, Work for Hire right yeah. now. And um, I just got to say, like I said, she's a work for hire, by the way. She has got she needs a job. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to go back to work. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, honey. We'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music. Talk about what we've got coming up next week. I think this nice guy act is all a charade. And those girls who you heard are just a link in your chain. And I try to forget it, but your face always gets in my way.
last few days Riding in bed in his paws And body till his man on deal with lover And whatever the case may be With his friends come and took His body has seen for a while They let him to rest in a more grave If I'd have been me you love You know our story, man, it'd be through But... Well, fate, it has something in store for Mr. Johnson. James Hinkle and the Transatlantics. And yep, you heard us talking about him. That's Claire's dad. And this is a song called Mr. Johnson. So you can see now why um, I had to mention him because he's definitely a very well-known name here in Texas and also across the country and abroad. I know he does a lot of traveling overseas as well. So that's a cool song, Mr. Johnson by James Hinkle and the Transatlantics. Well, that wraps up another show, but it doesn't wrap up Texas Homegrown Music. As you know, I'm here every week with new artists, um, new and older artists as well. But um, perhaps you're out there listening and you are an artist and a singer-songwriter that's got some songs out there that would like to be on the show. Send me something to listen to. Maylee at TexasHomegrownMusic.com and I'll take it into consideration. Or perhaps you know an artist that you'd like to have on the show um, and let me know who they are and I'll do some recon and see if I can get them on the show. But until then, 
I'll just keep bringing who I meet, and it's a lot of fun. I can't believe I've been playing music for so many decades here in Texas, and there's so many artists I just had no idea about, and I love it. I love it. I love it. So thank you, Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and Burris Injury Law for making it possible for me to bring these people to everybody every week. Um, I'm going to close the show today with a little bit of a sobering moment because we lost a beautiful soul this last week to her battle with breast cancer. And I'm talking about Olivia Newton-John. My good friend Andy Timmons, who was her musical director for over a decade, introduced us. And I got to meet that beautiful soul that he was always talking about. And what a what a mark on our community that she made in the music community for so many years when I was growing up. All of her songs were so much fun and watching her in Greece and just, just, she's such a delightful person. And I just hate that the world is without that beautiful shining light. So I want to close it today with, have you ever been mellow? Cause I'm kind of mellow now thinking about her being gone. And I know many people out there are as well. So thank you so much for the beautiful things that you contributed to our world, Olivia. She loved animals and was all a big advocate for that. And then, of course, all that she did to help for help with cancer research. She just uh, she's going to be sorely missed by so many. So we'll close the show with that. Peace out, everybody. Remember to love life. You get out of it what you put into it. And we'll see you next time right here on Texas Homegrown Music with me. There was a time